Blog Talk Radio. think about it, everything is almost regional. When I say regional, I'm not speaking about north, south, east, west. I'm talking about urban, and I'm talking about suburban. You know, there are a lot of issues that a lot of people in different parts of the country and in the world, should I say, no, I wouldn't say the world, but I won't say in the country, I guess you could say that, they have different uh, issues that deal with their day-to-day life. You know, I said and I watched uh, Ferguson go up in flames. I saw Baltimore go up in flames. I saw white people defending the cops, black folks not defending the cops, hating the cops. And I've also seen some uh, some black folks defending the cops. But I've also seen, aside from police brutality and folks going off on cops, I've seen a huge stretch of robberies that are going on in our major cities right now, some of our major cities in the suburban areas, uh, you have people acting crazy. I mean, now you have, of course, Obama's been in the White House since January 20th, 2009, and you still have a certain group of people. A certain group of people that um, that still don't like him. It's funny to me that so many people are still giving him death threats. Well, they still walk, but people who walk on the American flag, they're called terrorists. Oh, let me say this. I wouldn't say they're called terrorists, but I will say that they're called un-American. Well, you know, the last time I checked, you know, you talk of a president specifically when you're talking about doing harm to him, you'll be... Or question, not saying they haven't been questioned, but they're left back on the street, which means that they may not do anything wrong, but you have people who are possibly, how can I put it? I guess you could say there are people who will follow that lead to listen to that person who's talking about doing something else. And the reason why I ask is the United States heading towards the war is because just like the little rant that I gave a while ago, just now, that's what's going on in the brains of a lot of people that, uh, that live in this country. They don't know what to think. America is moving so fast. We're talking about gay marriage. We're speaking about men's rights. Not only are we speaking about men's rights, we're speaking about you know fetus rights. Everybody's forgetting about the issues that matter of the day, such as the Trans-Pacific Partnership, which is 
something that's been in the news off and on. You all have to watch foreign media to actually uh, hear about that. You know, not just TPP, but then there's, of course, the Patriot Act may be repealed. A lot of things, but we're so worried about the most, we're so worried about We're so worried about, you know, um, the little thing. And the funny thing is this. Aside from the whole gay marriage thing, you know, and uh, everything else that doesn't mean the fucking hill of beans, they're more worried about who's going to dance with the stars. I took a little break there. I do apologize. I was making sure that my connection was uh, was uh, was there. I hope you all are listening and can listen. But they're more worried about that. There's so many more issues that matter or that should matter to the people of this great country. You know, our prison industrial complex is out of the is out of uh, out of whack. More prisons being built than colleges which means that if there are more colleges being colleges are being private why do you think you see Australian universities? Why do you think you see more uh universities it's called uh Miller Mott. Why are you seeing more of those being built? Seeing state-run colleges being built, and you're seeing more private-run prisons with no state money. I'm all for building prisons when it's warranted. I don't like when corporations. And again, aside from the American people being, there must be someone else out there paranoid too. Prisons are being built. You can call me at 646-668-2453. This is Nugani Watergate. Man, it's hot as hell down here in the South, man. And I know that there all of me and I haven't been on like over a month and but I'm hoping that you all do decide to call in to all my Facebook friends and for those who may follow me on Twitter, at Nugandi the Man. Nugandi the Man. Nugandi the Man. All one word, N-E-W-G-O-N-D-I-D-A-M-A-N. I'm on Nugandi Watergate at Twitter. And we're going to get two words at Facebook. Well, you can find me on Twitter. Back to the heart of the matter. Let me get further into it. Now I'm putting and I'm finally getting my focus back. With the recent shootings of civilians by cops, recent shootings of cops by civilians, social unrest, gun sales, paranoia at an all-time high, and the all and the outright hatred of the current president, is the United States finally coming apart from within? I said this four years ago, and it has no reason to come to fall apart from within. Because to be honest with you, what do we really have to worry about? We are more worried about, this is what I said. Back in between 2001 and 2007, I said, no, 2001-2005, I said, look, I'm not worried about guys in turbans. For all I know, they could have been invented. I don't know, but I'm not worried about guys in turbans named Alif Muhammad or Mohammed Il Saldin, or I'm worried about people who look like me. If you're white, people who look like you, breaking in your home, stealing your shit. I'm more worried about people that look like us doing harm to us because we trust each other. Granted, if there were a terrorist attack in this country, 
It was someone of a different origin. Obviously, black, all white, green, and indifferent. Yes, we will defend ourselves. We will come together as a country. But the biggest problem we have is each other. Now, you tell me if I'm wrong. You call me at 646-668-2453. Nobody wanted to agree with me with that back then. Hold all of you. It's not about to be about, a, about someone else who doesn't look like us, who may be foreign. It's us. We're the biggest threat to each other. That goes for the guy down the street not not listening. I'm not trying to sit here and say, go look at that dude, making sure he doesn't have a little bit of I'm not saying go look at him while he's in his window on his laptop and all that bullshit. But it's us, it's the cops, people you work with. We're all more paranoid about each other, and I said it. And I've been saying it since. And if you disagree with me, And if I go into intermission and call or go to a break and you call, just hold on. I'll be right there with you shortly. But this is bullshit. I have a niece that's growing up. And the funny thing is that now the world that we're shaping is going to be so fucked up for her because she's going to be afraid that one of her friends has some harm because of the fact that what on Facebook or Twitter. Or the fact that maybe me, who's paranoid myself to a degree, would try to keep her or her mother try to keep her house in because we're so afraid that someone Think about it like this. Amber alerts are going off every other fucking day, if not every day. Children are being snatched up in some of the some of the most populated places. I remember when I was growing up. There was the whole Wayne Williams thing. Not going to get into the parameters of it as far as who may have taken the kid, this or that, or whoever. We're not going to get into that. But in my home state of Georgia, man, look, we lived far away from Atlanta, but guess what? Everyone was afraid of copycat killing or copycat, yeah, kidnappings and killing. These were young people back then. Young people back then. Young kids. And people were afraid out of their mind. You see, I've always talked about my daughter who passed away at 11 years old from a natural cause. No one, my son said, my college-age son said, about his sister, nobody found her out there in the woods. Dead, raped, or what have you. Thank goodness for that. I still lost a child. I still, after eight years, still fucks with me. But you know, at least I know that no one touched her life. But nowadays, you have people who are, you can, people nowadays, and you should be paranoid to a degree, but now people have gotten so paranoid that now they even have their children, 11, 12 years old, at gun range. That's some scary shit. Again, I'm going to go back and read my uh, description. Gun sales through the roof. Paranoia at an all-time high. And an outright hatred. See, oh, I have my issues. That brother there, oh, I got issues with him. Easy. I think I had issues with George Bush. 
Clinton, old man Bush, Reagan, Carter, Ford, Nixon, Johnson, Kennedy, Eisenhower, Truman, and I, as I go further back, obviously I'm 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 reading, and as I've done, and have formed my opinion. But I critique the office and the person that sits in that office, not because of what he looks like. If anybody should be upset that the man is model, average, or whatever you want to call him in the White House, it really should be us. Look, you know what? I would love to see a dude that's about as black as the ace of space in the White House. He's got the next best thing in his life since his wife is black. His kids are beautiful. And it's hot to see a dude his color coming off Air Force one thing he's doing that I honestly respect any president is supposed to do. What he's doing is he's addressing the issues of the day, and it happens to be police brutality. When is it wrong? Why is it wrong for this man to sit as the president of the United States? Police brutality. Even George H.W. Bush, old man Bush, the crooked criminal that I call him, even he spoke out about the riots and the Rodney King as command, sorry, but on this level, as chief executive, he's supposed to do. Where does it say in the Constitution that the President of the United States is not supposed to speak out on domestic issues? Not just welfare, abortion, and all that other bullshit, but when people are being shot in the street. And now, don't get me wrong, I don't want anybody to call in. If you are going to call in, talk about, well, not to get shot in the street. Just like presidents get shot, I don't want that shit to happen to nobody. I don't like Bush, but I don't want to see nothing happen to children. He's still a man. I don't want that. I don't want any of that to happen. Anyone. Of any occupation, let alone the President of the United States. Because when you have issues, you're supposed to be able to talk about it. And if he sees or she sees that our country is falling apart because of the fact that people are paranoid, cops are getting shot, and shot, people are getting robbed, crime rate is going through, he has everybody to talk about. But when he does, oh, he's being a racist. Ted Nugent said that if he, if Obama was reelected, he'd be entering jail. So you tell me. And as far as Baltimore and things like that are concerned, brothers and sisters, I don't live in Baltimore. Conservatives, unlike black conservatives, white conservatives, people who don't live in your area, I'm not going to judge you. I will. I don't judge anybody, but I will critique you on the way you handled it. I'm not going to judge. You. I don't live in Baltimore. I've never had interactions like that with the cops, but I have had cops sitting here and follow me, search me. Because I took someone home once in Atlanta, who lives in a wealthy area, and followed me as I dropped them off, thinking that I was going that I had dope on me, that I probably sold it to him. Well, why didn't you go talk to the guys you thought I sold it to? Oh, believe me, I get it. still remains that I don't live there. I want to ask some of you so-called Southern conservatives, how can you sit here and judge what folks do in Baltimore? But you don't want anybody coming down south and telling you how to run your business. 
Tell me that. See, everybody can't be pleased. One thing the founding fathers knew was that the issues that they had back then would creep into the issues of the future, but slavery is gone. Jim Crow came after that, after Reconstruction. Jim Crow came after that. Well, they knew eventually. They knew that the fight for equality for women, African Americans, or have you, it was going to become an issue. They knew it. But now, with the irregularities in voting and that, everybody's up in arms about a lot of shit. I'm kind of glad about it. Because any time I can get away from watching Beyonce and Jay-Z, which I don't watch often, but I do follow, obviously. Any time I can get away from that and have decent conversations, Steve Harvey, all that bullshit, all that, I'm having a decent day. We don't need to have people burning down cities and things like that in order to, you know, show that we're upset about certain things. And we shouldn't. And yes, I understand Baltimore is mostly black, whatever. As far as representation on the city council, as far as the uh, police department, mayor's office, all that I understand, and I understand the fact that they can school attendance. There are out there, that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Lack of men, blah, 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 blah. I get it. But whether it be that or the trailer park or the suburbs or what have you, people have to police their own area. Not through intimidation, but by talking to one another. Baltimore could have been saved a long time ago, not by riots, waiting for black men to get shot. Neighborhood watch. You know your neighborhood's rough, take your kids to go to school, come home. When I grew up, I knew kids in the projects. They didn't go outside and play in the projects too often. Some of them did. Well, many of them did. But most of them came out to the suburbs, their families lived, from their relatives lived, rather, and they came out to barbecues. Any of them stayed in the house and went home. I say to all of you, I'm going to get to my white friends too in a little bit. I'm not letting you off the hook. I'm not letting my black folks off the hook. They're all responsible for you. You cannot keep allowing God us in. It's wrong. Because we need each other. Black, white, red, different, Christian, Muslim, atheist, whatever. Buddhist, Taoist, we all need each other. Humanity can only survive when people act like people need to turn to People need to go out and interact with each other more. And I don't get it. Turn Disney off. Turn off Nickelodeon. Turn off the Cartoon Network. Take your kids to a park. Let them see nature for what it is. Bring our children together. Only way we can stop the bullshit that's going on. 
This is Lugandi Watergate. Back at you. I'll be back shortly. Give me a call at 646-668-2453. I'm waiting for callers to call in if you decide to. I will talk for two hours if need be. This will be recorded anyway. It will be sent to iTunes. It will be sent to Facebook, and it will be sent to Twitter. So those who didn't call in this time, you can call in the very next time.
What's up, everybody? New Gandhi Watergate back at you. And the question is, is the United States was a social civil war? Again, I don't know what to think about it. That's why I left the question out for you guys. And uh, give me a call in at 646-668-2453. And uh, back to my commentary, but I don't get it. You know, as a minority myself, for some odd reason, everyone I see as a minority myself, should I say, I see so many people talking about this. This guy in the White House, making where white people can't vote and this or that. Well, he is what? Uh, biracial. So blacks are what? 13 population, so he's biracial, black and white. Uh, probably put him at about... Mm, population, so how is that even possible? How would the Constitution even allow that? How is it the fact that so many people are so afraid that they're going to lose their rights and lose their constitutional rights to bear arms? How do people honestly believe that their guns are going to be taken? And there being the people who are stockpiling weapons, look, I have no problem with that. Don't get me wrong. Well, let's be honest. If you had, had 18,000 weapons in your home and if the if Obama really wanted to come take your shit as commander-in-chief, first of all, he would have to declare martial law. And it, it, even then, his attorney general would have to say, is, uh, tell him whether that's constitutional or not. It would have to go to the, to the uh, Congress, or not Congress. It would have to go to the Supreme Court. It wouldn't happen. There would be a coup d'etat on the president if you ever decided to do something. My so-called black brethren and sister, and I got to get on you for a little bit, too. Stop being so quick to speak on impulse about certain things that happen in the community. Listen, everybody who's black is not going to agree because you're rioting. It's not going to happen. If I'm black and I live in South Dakota, I live in South Dakota, and all of my neighbors are fine with me, and I live a cush life and have a nice two-story house, and my family's doing well, and no one's bothering me. The cops don't fuck with me. How am I supposed to identify with that? Even though I should because of the fact that it could happen if they really wanted to do it in South Dakota and probably wipe me out if I live in South Dakota. But really, honestly, we are all not the same people. You cannot get mad at white people for trying to go out and defend themselves and by and by weapons because we should be doing the same fucking thing too. How many fellas right now do we have in the black community right now that can't buy a fucking weapon right now? You would have to go black market now. If some shit were to go down, it wouldn't matter whether or not you had a license or not. But it doesn't fucking hurt. Everybody, I will probably say in my family, 75% of folks in my family, about say about uh, from patriarch, matriarch, all the way down, probably 75% are gun owners. And they're legal. Legal. If you are black in this country right now and you don't own a gun, something's wrong with you. Specifically legal. 
something is wrong. Black Wall Street, Rosewood, all these corporations should be armed. What is wrong with you? If you are, if you have a weapon, and the person who's white has a weapon in front of you as well, you should be able to shoot back legally. But you don't. I'm not saying pull a gun on a cop or nothing like that. That would be fucking stupid. Where's my boy from Missouri? Where's that? Why? Seriously. It used to be a time in rural America when blacks had just as many guns as whites. only difference was the fact that if you were black and you had guns and you had to use, you had to be very fucking careful. You couldn't just sit on the front porch and, well, you well, you did, but you just couldn't brandish weapons and walk through the street. But you can sit there on your front porch. Stories that I heard. And clean your gun and all of that. They didn't have a problem with it. From what I understand until you showed them that you would do what you're going to do if you come to their house. Now, go do some research of black letters. You know, people wrote letters and this or that because of the fact that they had interactions with white folks. That had, in many cases, they went hunting together. A lot of them, a lot of cases, not all, but a lot of cases, a lot of them were cool with each other because they knew. One was going to go down if they needed to. Oh, yeah, there's stories of black kids getting whooped by white parents and white parents, white kids getting whooped by black parents in places like Arkansas. My granddad is from, he told me stories, too. They respected a man with a gun. They respected a black man with a gun. They respected it. Now they fear you with a gun. Where did that go? How did that start? Plenty of white guys. Right now, I talk to them all the time. All the time. I talk about guns like that. They know I'm anti death Because any system that wants to burn somebody is brought into the people. And then you can, if you're a follower of Jesus, you follow, follow whoever, yeah. Turn up the cheek. Cheek does not mean. I'm not going to hit you back. No, turn up to I turn up to that one too. When I hit you back, or what happened? So I don't believe in death penalty. I just think I'm productive. What happened? One thing I do believe in someone to see. I buried a child before. I know, but it wasn't due to that. Now I have a grown African American son. Now I hope that she doesn't happen to him. I couldn't probably couldn't even talk again. That happened to. No one deserves But I'm going to tell you this. Aside from only, you know what, to be honest with you, if those grandmothers, because there are no men in the communities in the hood, call it what it is, it's not. It's not. They are on the corner, sagging their pants and shit, going up. See, you know what, 
aside from what I've talked about as far as black folks owning guns and things like that, let me switch over just for a second. It was a movie that came out. It was a, uh, I call it Claymation. It was a movie that came out, and it had uh, Bill Gibson. He did the voice for it. Uh, he landed chicken coop. Of course, nature calls, and roosters are called in to pray. Hen, chickens. I want to say hen. But uh, the housing projects are nothing but hen coops. Because every other house has no man. Now, I'm going to show you I'm getting with this. So you're saying, God damn it. Again, remember something. I haven't been online in a while. I haven't done my show in a while. So even if nobody calls in, <clears throat> I totally understand. I've had calls before. Ask them, why don't I go on more often? Well, I'm back on again on Thursday. But, and, I, and I have to put this into this commentary because the housing projects have become chicken or chicken coop, whatever. The young idiot motherfuckers out here know that there are no men in a lot of these houses. Again, I'm sure I'm going with this now. And they know that there are houses with old women in some cases. Not all, but some cases. It could be just And it could be two. Not just projects, but good in general. They can go in there, they can fuck four or five different women. Not just the one, but because of the lack of men. Now, a lot of that bullshit they could stop. I don't want to see a super go grab a gun and shoot motherfuckers on the happen. Here's the thing, though. Back to what I said about owning guns. You know this guy's up in the house. And eventually he's in for those dominoes. Got a cookout, blah, 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 drink. Whatever. I'm upset about smoking for I don't want to. But, but, here's the thing. Again, speaking of guns, every housing project or hood have an old woman there. Not just one, but a few. And once they see these young men conducting, conducting business out of these young women's homes, and cars are coming through. If they had guns and shot them in the air, these dudes would not come back. And the same old woman fired another gunshot in the air, they won't come back after that. And they do come back after that, their grandson come over there with a pump shotgun shooting in the air. Now I know you're saying, well, then they'll probably see him in the streets and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And they, no. Because one thing that young brothers know, I'm not going to fuck with an old-ass bitch that got a gun, because once she can barely see, she can probably shoot me. Now, again, with that being said, we need more legal weapons. Legal. Not illegal. Legal. If you are going to be a woman that has a man that's going to come through Take your kids to Chuck E. Cheese. He's a nice guy. He could be the nicest guy in the world. Particularly the ones that you a lot of women could always talk about somebody as a good so country. Ask him to take your son out there to 
Ask them to show them how to cast, like the white folks do. Show them how to camp and shoot weapons like the white folks do, responsibly, and let them know. This is the reason why if you ever decide to have a gun, I'm talking about 12 or 13, 16, 17, archery and go back to the home where we need Old is a, is a country probably coming apart type of thing. Get into that. But there's nothing wrong with that. The survival of black people, honestly speaking, is in jeopardy because if you can't go out to the woods and live off the land, if something were to happen, you're fucked. Now, back to my white brethren and friends. You would say, well, they don't want us out there with them. Fuck being out there with them. Learn your own survival skills. They don't have a problem with you going to buy guns, especially even legal ones. Legal ones. There's no reason why we should be falling apart from within. But the reason why we're falling apart from within is because we rely on people such as Al Sharpton, other folks on our side as blacks. On the white side, you depend on Fox News, Sean Hannity, Riley, Laura Ingram, Rush Limbaugh, if I didn't say it before to tell you that you should be in fear. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you should be in fear. Because I'm in fear of some of these black motherfuckers my goddamn self. I don't like going anywhere around it. I really don't. It's a damn shame that a person with the skin color of the same clansman that, that hung my great-great-great-uncle, their great-great-great-great-uncle, their great-great-great-nephew, I'm fine with them. Cool. It's a damn shame. It shouldn't be that way, but it is, and you cannot sit here and say that everybody's supposed to sit here and and take on the uh, the uh, baggage of something that happened by their people. Of course, it's not fair. But why is it that most blacks nowadays start to feel comfortable about around white colleagues and friends? No one is saying that whites are better. Nobody's saying. But what people are saying is this. When I know I go to a black spot, for some reason, if somebody breaks out and fights, someone's going to pull out a gun. I don't think it's fair, nor do I think it's right. But it is what it is. And see, what you all have to understand is this. You know, when you have a paranoia level that's that high, of a level, anybody, to be honest with you, and you can ne- never necessarily sit here and say and blame all whites because of the fact that even if many people have said that they may be a racist, well, I don't think it ever happened because too many white folks are blacks on their friends. Do I think that it came down to their family first, their black friends, with something they uh, come to their aid? Who knows? I know a lot of white folks that their family's fucked up. I know a lot of whites who said they their black friends' families because they treated them more better than families of their own. Give me a call in at 646-668-2453. But I'm being honest. And I don't understand the paranoia because we have so much more in common than you think we do. We all pay taxes. We're all getting fucked by the government. We're all getting fucked by candidates that are running for government positions. We're all getting fucked by people who sit around and say they're going to run for president, and they're going to do the same thing that their donors say they're going to, their donors 
They're going to do the same thing, but they're going to do what their donors tell them to say. Everybody wants pot legalized. Everybody is putting people in office who don't want it there. And, and I just don't get it. So many of you all cannot connect dots. Seriously. You all cannot connect dots. Six four six 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 eight two four five three. You can also chime in and you can also load into the chat. But I will say this to you. You have the chance to change all of it. If we do not come together as people, when I say black people, white people, whoever, and think differently but want to come together and make a better society, guess what? All these things so many people have done, as far as opening up Pandora's box, is going to always be there. So what do you honestly do next? If you are really honestly afraid, if you're honestly really afraid of social upheaval and this country going to shit and coming apart from from within at the seams, then I think that you should think forming opinions based upon what people tell you on television and what your friends say. One of the things that someone told me a couple of years back is that Americans don't do their research. He was from Denmark. And he said that they trust their media in Denmark just enough to let them know how the weather is going to be the next day. <laughs> Come on, people. This is New Gandhi Watergate. Give me a call at 646-668-2453. Honestly, I don't know if you guys will call in because of the fact that I have not been on for a while. This is just my introduction back to blog talk. And my topic is, obviously, if the United States has social civil war, you give me a call.
Watergate back at you, obviously. I um while well, listening to <laughs> uh, what's on your mind by Eric Ben Rakim, which is a very good song off of the uh, House Party Two soundtrack. Actually, um, you know, there, you know it, it always boggled my mind that there's so many people that are so paranoid, and, and I'm one of them, to be honest. I, I'm not even going to sit here and say that I'm not paranoid. I'm not paranoid about the president. It is what it is. I mean, black I mean, talk about the fact that you're this or that, but if you're white, you say you're socialist. First of all, motherfuckers, I want you to define what socialist is for Now, that's enough for I'm going to talk about as far as the president of the United States. But I want to talk more about gun sales again because, there, you know, I don't want to see a lot of guns in the hood, but I want to see, if there are guns in the hood, I want them to be registered. You can get a dirt. Right now, if I wanted to, I can walk out my front door, go maybe eight blocks, have a hundred dollars in my pocket. I can probably get me a three eighty with dirty gun, a three eighty dirty gun with bodies and everything else. If I have to, what would be the, what would be the reason for that? Because if I shot someone, even if they broke into my house and I shot them, they take the bullet out. They know there's damn bodies on the gun. There are too few older people who do not have ways of protecting themselves. Now, I will say this, though. I will definitely say this. Get a gun. Fuck it. Get a goddamn crossbow. You don't have a license for that that I know of, unless you're going to go hunting. Because if a motherfucker decides they're going to go ahead and get people a crossbow, and they take that shit out, oh, they're going to believe it. They got to go to the hospital. But see, most black folks, you know, who try to break in somebody's house, even white folks break in somebody's house, unless you lived on the land, and you, that's what's going to happen. Your ass is going to bleed the fucking death. And I'm being for real. I'm being honest. The only way you can stop the paranoia in our community people to police the community. And I don't believe that the United States is heading towards a social civil war. Well, it could be. But if it does, it'll be because of See, we don't have to live like that. We really don't. There are people that should not be allowed in certain societies not saying to live. Everyone has the right to live. But there should not be a certain segment of society that should be able to mingle with others unless they are abusing of the laws in which they, the laws in the area in which they live. I'm talking about whites and whoever, and indifferent. Let me bring Hispanics in. Because you know what? Hispanics, look at their crime rate. Against themselves and other people. See, these folks know that they have something to lose. They have something to lose. Any Hispanic community sit underground, white or black, lower middle class community don't bother nobody. See, they have something to lose because of the fact that their brethren, their brethren more than likely could be deported. Everybody knows that. The federal government knows. 
But why go after somebody if they don't bother anybody? That's what the black people in this country need to understand. If you don't have a beef with anybody, won't nobody fuck with you. But when they do, yes, you don't necessarily say it's racism. Stop saying it. Say that it's class warfare. Class warfare. Because just because you're black and you got shot doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to get shot on the west side. They're suburban. Though they do not shoot white people who go out and have meth labs and put dope in their own community, this is the fact that the ones that do dope in it have uncles, granddaddies are the lawyers and judges. Stop saying that it's racism and saying that it's warfare. You have a more better chance of your argument being heard. The old folks, my great-grandmother, her people, the ones that came before her, oh, they knew what the deal was. Everybody knew that you, if you were attacked, if you were beaten, yes, because we know that. That's all they knew. And there's nothing wrong with that. The one thing that the other folks on the other side knew was how to address and turn words around. I dare you all to go back and look at the Reagan election, the re-election of 1984. Go back and look at the George H.W. Bush election of 1988. Go back and look at the strategies. Go look and see how they were able to word things and make people feel sympathetic. You've got to change your rhetoric, Black. Because anytime you say there's racism, you have to prove it. And if you can't prove it, then there's going to be a certain segment of society that's going to take you as a fucking joke. That's why I say that you have to reword it. Call it class warfare. Therefore, the whites, Hispanics, everyone else can be on your side. But because if Hispanics sat and said that, you know, that uh, it's anti-Hispanic, this or that, blah, 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 we couldn't understand it. Because we don't know, we don't know. We don't know the culture. But if you say, think about it. Just let it sink in for a moment. If you don't add race to it, and you add economic status to it, you win. Because then everyone can identify with you. Trust me on that. 
But I will say this to you. Even if you did use that, you're still going to have ways of backing it up. Class warfare, class discrimination, it's everybody. And even if we have to sit back and sit on the middle part of the back of the bus and let everyone else see, see that's what the gays are doing. The gays right now are letting us, black folks, and some liberal Hispanic think on their car. They're sitting back. Maybe we have to sit back and say the same thing. It's more than just race. I don't think you understand that. I hope you do. Give me a call in at 646-668-2453. Give me a call. Mama, right? I had to leave that hole alone to get my mind right. I had to leave that hole alone to get my mind right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to leave that hole alone to get my mind right. I had to come up on a check to get my mind right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name whole way, name whole way, TK, and that's 
What's up, everybody? New Gandhi Water get back at you. Now, I knew this episode right now will probably have very few callers, if at all, because I don't have not been online lately. But uh, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like I said before, you know, you have all this paranoia going on. And uh, to be honest with you, you know, it doesn't make sense because if you live off the drive of Fox or MSNBC, even Bill Maher and other folks like that, folks on the left, you're going to have to be honest with you. You're at your own detriment because there are many people like me, including my son, college student, none of that. Everybody wants to have a good time and live and thrive. So there are so many opportunities for right now, green energy. Solar energy, you know, uh, cancer research, things like that. But we're so wrapped up, excuse me, so wrapped up in who's getting shot by the cops. Oh, no, that should be a priority. Don't get me wrong. Who shot a cop? Oh, that should be a priority. Just like it should be a priority if someone who's black that lives in Baltimore or whatever, or Gary who's shooting somebody for no odd reason. Those guys should be brought to justice just like the cops. And you call me at 646-668-2453. If I've said some things that may not be to your liking, that's cool. If not, still, give me a buzz. Well, within this next hour, I want you all to contemplate something. Right now, you live in the suburbs right now. And you're white. And I would say upper middle class. And your neighbor, and you've known them for 10, 15 years. And they've always had good interactions. They've done nothing to your children, vice versa. And that black kid is shot down by a cop. More than likely, you would defend that person who was shot down by a cop because you down the road. Your opinion changes. Because he lives across the tracks. Same thing for black. You lived in an area dominantly black, but okay. And you had a coworker or a neighbor that had a white son or daughter that you known for years that was shot by the cops. What happened? I would think that you would have the same feeling that the white and feel about other black child and their neighborhood. The difference is that the white family, the white neighborhood with two black families would defend that person. And I'm hoping that if you're black and there are two black families, that you would feel the same thing as well. Something tells them that you're not. 
We have got to get past it because our civilization as a Western country and a Western society has to thrive for the children that after us. My niece will look at everything that we have done as people laugh at us because they don't see the same thing that I saw back in 78 when I was watching Sesame Street or watching whatever. They see, they, they're neutralized. They see black kids, Hispanic kids, Asian kids, white kids. Well, the only thing I hate is the fact that it's not enough. God damn it, fuck it. I got a caller in coming right now. Yo, what's happening? Yo, what's happening? I just wanted to call in from a godfather. What's going on, man? Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Not much chilling, man. I told him I was going to call into the show. What's going on? Let me ask you this. Now, the topic is, and I want you, the topic is, can you hear me? Yeah. The topic is, is the United States heading towards a civil war? Now, young man, I want you to listen to my commentary right quick before you give me your opinion. And it says that with the recent shootings of civilians by cops, recent shootings by cops by civilians, social unrest, gun sales through the roof, paranoia at an all-time high, and the outright hatred of the current president is the United States finally coming apart from within. Young man, you give me your opinion. Well, honestly, um, it's just like raising the minimum wage. When, once you raise minimum wage, you're raising the cost of living as well. So once you raise the risk of people's lives being in danger, you raise the you raise the sales of guns and equipment and everything that's uh that's harm, harmful to the environment naturally because. That's what keeps the world going around, in my opinion. You know, you have to have a balance of both. And, you know, sometimes the other outweighs the most. But, and like I always say, um, violence really doesn't solve anything. But at the point where, like in Baltimore, that's that's pretty much where it's at. (laughs) So I, I would imagine gun sales and everything would be selling at the most high right now. Well, can I can I give you um, just a, um, a little bit of uh, information, if you don't mind? Uh, is that okay, oh, yeah. son? That's, that's fine. Can you hear me clearly? Can you hear me clearly? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. All right, here's the thing. I'm just testing my new microphone. So for all those who are out here, you know, yes, I'm just back on Blog Talk Radio for the first time in like uh, like uh, six, seven weeks. So I'm back on. This is Ugandi Wardigan with the Hurt of Truth. And I want to ask you this now. I take it that you're black, am I correct? Yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah, I'm African American. Of course, I hate to sound stereotypical. But would you honestly say that if you have so many whites and others that are actually going out and getting guns, wouldn't you say that it would make more sense? I'm not saying I want folks to go out there and shoot people willy-nilly and everything like that because no one deserves that. But let me ask you this. Wouldn't it make sense that if you're going to be black, if you're going to be black, wouldn't it make sense to go out and get guns illegally to defend your family and defend yourself from anything that may hurt your family? Yeah, of course. As soon as I hit 21, that's the first thing I'm doing. But, I mean, in actuality, killing somebody really doesn't make you any any more right than the person who you're killing that killed somebody else. You, you're going to put yourself in the same boat. 
Honestly. Well, you know, well, here's the thing, though. If you know Nugani Water, you, you've seen a lot of my posts and things like that. You know, I am not for violence. I am not for killing anybody. But at the same time, if you have, if you have a community of people, black people in general, and and the fact that you have so many that are disarmed and the ones that are armed, that their the, the arms are illegal, do you think that it hurts? I'm sure you, well, let me ask you, do you think it hurts the community's cause when you have a young, a lot of young black men with guns that are unregistered, or do you think that it will make more sense to have young men that are 21 years old that unfortunately live in the area but they don't have any uh, priors that got guns and they can get them legally that can, that, that can, uh, that can honestly uh, protect their community? I mean, do you think it's right. I'm sure maybe you do, but wouldn't it make sense for young black men such as your age that if I'm going to get a gun and I'm going to do what I have to do in order to make sure that my community is safe, that everything is legal? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, well, I said, yeah, if you're going to do it, do it the right way. You know, because, you know, so many people out here, they, they go to the wrong sources. You'll get a gun off the street, and it'll probably have a body on it, and you don't even know it. You know, so if that's what you're going to do, you know, do it the right way. Right, but see, now I have to ask this, and I know that just by the uh, sound of your voice, you know, you're probably um, doing, you know, you're probably uh, exercising other things, but do me a favor. Um, before I'm gonna drop this to you, but uh, do me a favor before, um, right after I get off with you, because obviously I've not been on block talking in, in about a month and a half or so. So I'm looking forward for people like you who are young to uh, send this to me and uh, will send their opinions to me and welcome to call in. But at the same time, one last question though: You think that the black community is safer? Again, it's kind of a, a double question, but as I stated that, you know, it, it, social unrest, gun sales, and this, that, and the other, if there were going to be something that's going to happen as far as the races in this country, would you at least admit that if uh, if black folks aren't armed and ready? Now, white folks are armed and ready anyway, and they can still be pressured like anybody else. But our immediate danger is someone that does not look like us, like cops and things like that. But would it make sense if you live in the hood and you're a young man and you have nothing to worry about, you're going to school, Trying to protect your family, this or that and the other. Do you think that it would uh right and reasonable for that twenty one year old who's working at Wendy's or wherever else in the hood to get a gun and that it's uh legal? Oh about the twenty one year old? Yeah. I I didn't hear what you said about the twenty one year old. No, what I, what I said that if you're living in the hood, basically, and you have no priors, no nothing, and you live with your mother and you're working at, like, Subway or working at our McDonald's or what have you, do you think it's wrong for a young man like that who's able to buy a gun? Do you think it's wrong for him to go out and get one legally to protect his family? No, I don't think that's wrong at all, to be honest, because an orange white, an orange white guy would be described as a, a cautious civilian with a black guy with a gun legally or not, he's a thug. So, I mean, inside looking out, 
you know, you know what she stand for. You know what she got to protect. You know what you got to do. At least you know you're, you know, you're doing it the right way for you, for yourself and for your family. Not to show it off to your friends. Not to go around shooting people. But you know, having the let right perspective. Let me ask you this, young man, right quick before I let you go, because of the fact that I, I can listen to you and tell. But let me ask you this though. You know, there are a lot of people right now talking about. The whole, um, the whole uh, uh, Baltimore thing, that and the other. And I always tell people, don't ask me shit about Baltimore because I don't live there. I don't know what it's But um, if you saw one of your buddies, that you were, and, and the dude that got shot in Baltimore was not a hero, but at the same time he should have got fucking shot because if they would have taken those charges and put them in court and said he was a death penalty, the judge would look at him and laugh. Let me ask you this. You know, uh, with that being said, though, you know, and, and this guy getting shot, do you think it was worth honestly burning down the city of Baltimore? See, I've been there before. But do you think it was worth it? And be honest with you, I can't say it was, but if I owned a business there and they burnt my shit down and I had full insurance, I might be happy. <laughs> True. But do yeah, you I think, do you think it was worth it? Say it again? Yeah. Yeah, I see, you think what you, it was I see what you're saying. You said what now? I, no, what I was saying was the whole Baltimore incident. Do you think yeah. it was worth it? Yeah, because they're not fighting with the with the fist or with the guns, really. They're fighting with their heart because they, they've reached the point where they're tired of the civil inequality. They just want to be equal. You know what I'm saying? Although that probably never be possible in that area, they're just tired of the, you know, forgive my English, but it, they're just tired of the bullshit, you know? And to a point, you right. know, so much pressure to a soda bottle, you know, it's eventually going to explode, and that's exactly what happened. Right. Well, i tell you what. This is what I'm going to do because of the fact that, you know, my, uh, and I have about another uh, 40 to go on this subject, but, you know, on Friday, excuse me, on Thursday, you know, um, I'm hosting a show on Thursday, and it's going to be about uh, Southern hip-hop. Okay. And, um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, and it's going to be at 6.30 p.m., I'm hoping that uh, we'll call in the Okay, well, oh yeah, most definitely, man. Most definitely, I'd definitely call in for that. All right, well, nonetheless, this young man, you know, uh, calling from the uh, four four seven zero six. Well, both connections, obviously, we both from Georgia, nonetheless. But uh, a good brother, good young man. He's in school in Ohio. But on uh, Thursday, I'll be hosting a show about Southern hip hop again because of the fact that. It does suck, and a lot of people are trying to figure out who is going to be the next, who's going to have to this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, blah. I'm looking for independent artists. Anybody is coming. I'm hoping that there's some artists, too, from the South and places like that. Uh, I just wanted to have some current insight on as far as, you know, the uh, social civil war thing from a young man's point of view. I will say this to yeah. a young man that everything's going to work out fine. You know, uh, keep your grades up. I assume you're in college and um, it's going to be great. Call in, call your buddy, Dick. 
If you want somebody to put your music out, I'll do it. But um, I thought I'd put this out. Can you listen? This is New Gandhi Watergate, and I hope to talk to you soon. Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. Much love. I'll talk to you Thursday. All right, man. Much love, man. New Gandhi Watergate. Appreciate that. No problem. Again, you know, uh, the last call in that I had made me realize that the youth, they have some sort of a grasp going on in our country. And, uh, we can't ignore it. And that goes for whites and blacks and all because now the 20, 30 year olds, a lot of folks get it. But As good as life is, a lot of folks don't. And it really hurts because children that are going to be produced by that generation not have to go through what they've gone through. But they will, unfortunately. And uh, it's going to be an uphill battle. I'm a 40-year-old man. And uh, I watched the country that I was raised in. I remember watching, looking at encyclopedias years ago. And I remember watching, looking at two different Europe. My sisters don't remember that. <laughs> but I do. I remember the first days of hip-hop. and all, Well, not the first days, but the first days of hip-hop as I saw it. You know? I saw Rodney King, I saw the L.A. Riot, Fast Forward, I saw Baltimore, Ferguson. People have to get that. For anybody can sit here and say that they honestly have to get your act together, so therefore can agree with you. You know, uh, I always told for many of my black brothers, how can you expect someone to respect your struggle when your struggle is not validated by the fact that you respect it? I tell my white brethren and sisters, my white brethren, how can you expect someone to respect your cause when it's overly racist? And that's not necessarily just whites in general. You have different populations of whites like you do blacks. You have the suburbs. You have the upper middle class. You have the lower middle class. You have poverty. The only difference is the fact that the poverty that happens to be a part of the black community happens to be the one that's most examined because of the fact that, again, I take the butter, I take the uh, gallon of milk. Everybody would drink. But one fly, even though that one fly may not contaminate it, look at that and say, I'm not going to do it. Because of that one fly. P. 
people, black and white, Hispanic and indifferent and Asian and everything. It's up to us, poor, middle class, upper middle class, to right the wrongs that are there. And if we do not, the people who want to exploit us to make sure that there's a division, they will conquer. This is Mugani Watergate. Give me a call at 
What's up, everybody in Uganda? Want to get back at you? You know, um, the hot button issues of the day again. You know, like last year, you had Clive and Bundy down there in um in Nevada, and he stated that he shouldn't have to pay taxes because his family were homesteaders there before Nevada became a state. Nonetheless, a lot of folks said that he was. He was uh, right for doing what he did, and then many folks went out there and they they had guns and weapons. They had guns and weapons that were scoped on the federal government, but that was okay. Why is it okay for those guys to do that? They had weapons drawn at federal agents. At federal agents, they had drawn upon the federal government. How does that happen? Then when folks in Baltimore right, which they should have the folks in Nevada should not have done what they done. Why is it that Folks in Baltimore are called thugs. I don't get it. Tell me what am I missing? Oh, I don't want to say it. Color enough. But maybe it is. Maybe it's status. You know, the sick part about the whole topic is the United States heading towards a civil war on a social scale. No one such as myself should be discussing something. In my lifetime, I never thought I'd see that. In my parents' lifetime, I never thought they would see either. But in my grandparents' lifetime, well, my grandfather's not here anymore, but my grandmother's still here. Oh, they saw it. They saw it. Well, they saw it on a social level where they thought that blacks shouldn't be able to vote. Or that blacks should not have the right to hold office. See, that... That was a stance. They did it in a way where it was respected. Now, you would say, well, it was respected because of the fact that they were peaceful or this or that. No, they knew economics. They knew if blacks boycotted, that the economy would go to crap, to shit. Now, with crooked lawyers and things like that, Ferguson and Baltimore has looked as if it's a creme de la creme of suing and things like that. Which, if you feel that you should get that you should uh, force litigation upon someone, yes, you should. If you feel that there's someone that's uh, discriminating against. Well, let's be honest. Again, I got to go back. If blacks will say that it's discrimination because of the fact that 
there's an economic uh, portion. Uh, yes, I guess I can. But um, as long as you keep saying that, it's never going to fly because with black folks very well and whites that don't face them, president. But if you say that socially, just the way that Nixon did in 68 and 72 and said there was a solid majority, he wasn't talking. He may have been talking to middle class blacks. More than likely, probably was. Maybe he wasn't, but he was talking to southern middle class whites and whites who just left in white flight. And even then, gun sales went through the roof. Thing is, this that you have to understand, and that is, there is a social experiment against black people working very well. Because right when one of us get hurt, two or three days or a week or two later, some of our own children are out there, not my child, but black children are out there beating a white guy in Baltimore at 61 years old because of the fact that he wanted some young black girls to stop fighting on his damn property and hurting his car. They had other friends and went out and dragged him out uh, towards his house and beat him and damn near killed him. And many black, many black people don't understand. And I'm not saying that it's right on the behalf of the white community, but it is. If you have all this going on and they have sympathy towards you because of the fact that one of your own got killed, then you go and do that to their neighborhood. I would be pissed off too. I would be very pissed off. I've just sat here and supported you. This young man was killed. And you would think some of the people in the community would say, I appreciate it. Let's move on. Let's move forward. Let's work together because of the fact that if it's if it's not the one that got not the one that got hurt, and if I have to go back, I'm sorry. I, the gentleman was not shot in Baltimore. He was roughed up in the car, which was not handled well. He didn't have his strength. But when that same community come out and say, you know what, that was wrong, and then you have these assholes that go out there and attack a 61 year old white person near kill him, and he has to go online, or his friends have to go online in order to get money for this young gentleman. And now when folks say, we don't like you, we don't trust you, we're locking our doors, now you feel pissed off. Well, I got a message for all of you, for this man who was killed by the cops who shouldn't have. I don't wish to say to You need to get your streets in order. You need to get your fucking kids in order. Because believe it or not, if there is going to be a social civil war, they're going to come after you. Learn your history first. The 
before you start talking about social upheaval and trying to start a movement. Movement is, is in our DNA. But it's a science. You don't need accomplished lawyers who have gained millions of dollars on the uh, poor blacks, even in some cases poor whites. Common sense is gone in our community. Where is the common sense? Where is the, hey, the street lights on. Bring your ass home. Where is that? Where is the street lights on? Mama's cooking is done. Come bring your ass in the house and let's eat and take your ass to the goddamn bathroom, wash your ass and do your homework and go to bed. It doesn't even exist anymore. At least I haven't seen it. Gotta get our act together, black people. And as far as the whites, stop being so fucking scared because, first of all, we're only 13% of the population. Black people can be wiped out within fucking 45 minutes. If not totally 100% completed, it's 13%, five can be gone easy. Indians outnumbered all of you. But you were able to wipe them out. It's not about being afraid. Most black thugs won't fuck with you. They will fuck with me. Because of the fact that there are people right now who look like me that will blow my brains out but will not walk to your house and fuck with you. And to my black people, shut the fuck up. Sit your ass fucking down. The Justice Department is there for a reason. And if it doesn't work out in your favor, then you protest. Then you go out and get certain lawmakers. You draw up legislation in your own states. And hopefully that the legislators in your home state and the General Assembly Congress will take on those issues. We call ourselves the most intelligent race on earth. Bullshit. I ask. <clears throat> when you're sitting around, your pants sagging down, put your ass all out, I don't fucking take you seriously. How the fuck do you expect the whites to do the same? There is no reason for paranoia to be at an all-time high. It really isn't. It's not. It is manufactured paranoia on both sides. You need to be worried about the legalization of marijuana, the decriminalization of certain drugs. Because the country of Mexico and places in Central America are sitting around running over governments. They have immigrants coming over here right now, which I don't have a problem with that, but you can't say that they can't. Because of the fact that they're 
illegal when they're running from the same policy that our government has implemented. The whole drug law thing, the whole war on drugs, it hasn't done any goddamn thing but line the pockets of people who are making money off of us. Fuck gay marriage and all that kind of bullshit that people are talking about, that's not serious policy. Just like my last caller just said, it's not fucking policy. It's not. Well, try to get it in. But I know he probably felt the same. Police brutality is fucked up, but it's not the biggest problem in our country. The minimum wage. It doesn't even meet inflation. You allowing people to get on television and propose laws like the flat tax and things like that. And even though we're only 13% of the population, there are going to be many whites going to fit in the same category as us. Let the cards fall where they may. But the cops, congressmen, state legislators, governors, mayors, city councilmen, and people like that understand that when people, white or black, don't not have the the uh, the leg to stand on, as far as economics, they were robbed, and it's not fair, and it's not right that they do. Fuck no, it's not. But if you place a if you place upon a system that's going to make sure that certain people will end up in jail for profit, you're fucking wrong. And the people who end up in jail for profit, they're fucking wrong because they do not sit down and analyze the fact that they're all seen as chattel just like me. You think these laws are going to affect every July the 1st, depending on what state you're in, that they're they're helping you? No, they're not. The prison industrial complex is well and is going on uh, and is thriving. The reason why I said that the civilians shooting, uh, getting shot by cops and civilians shooting cops and paranoia and all this, you are honestly sitting here and you're saying the same thing I said five or six years ago, that is not some dude in a turban. It's the people that we that, that look like us that are going to harm us, but the ones that harm us are not the ones that are looking out saying, you know what? Gonna harm this person right here. I may not get time. I'm talking about black people. But if I harm this person, I'm gonna be white. I can go to jail for five years. But it shouldn't be that way. If you're gonna hurt someone, whether it's your same color or not, your ass belong in prison. But it should not be a big business for it. If you think these cops are not waiting for you to go out and do something stupid specifically towards them, you're a fucking idiot. Is what it is. And white folks, it's coming for you next. They're already coming after you because you go to the police, I mean, excuse me, you go to the probation office, you suggest as many of us as you, or vice versa. It's no reason in the world why poor whites and poor blacks should be sitting around fighting each other over bullshit when the enemy is already there. And no, 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 I'm not saying it's the fucking cops in all cases. The enemy is there. Look, do your research, people. They would prefer us to be a part. Again, as I stated, when my grandfather grew up in Arkansas, black folks owned guns, white folks owned guns. They respected it, even though blacks are getting lynched. I'm not saying that the whole history is clean. 
But in small communities, they, they, they relied on each other. And in some communities, they did not allow that lynching bullshit because it brought heat to their neighborhood. Not only that, but the federal government too. So we are all brothers. You have to understand that. I've never seen a black person get so upset about the president of the States being or particularly white. And the majority of the Americans who call themselves white don't have a problem with Barack Hussein Obama. But the ones that do have the resources, that's scary. This is Uganda Watergate. I got about 10 more minutes left in this broadcast. Thank you, young man, for calling in. I appreciate it. It's been it's been a pleasure. I'll be back in about five.
Hope everybody wanna get back at you. I wanna go ahead in this last six minutes of my broadcast. Thanks for those who called in. I wanna say that we all are here as American citizens to uphold the rights of other people. We are here to take on the cause of other people. We all may not agree on everything. That's something that I totally understand, because if we did, it would not be appropriate. However, as I uh, spoke to you talked to you earlier in my earlier monologue, we've got to trust each other. Because even though if there were a foreign threat, if our country is divided, then a foreign threat would see it easy to infiltrate and hurt the great citizenry of this country. I, just like all of you, or most of you, now love this country as well, and take the shortcomings as something that happens. Try to make it better. Our children, our nieces, our nephews, our soon-to-come grandchildren, and others, will have to live in a country that we made, a country that hopefully that we do not divide. But if we did, our children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews, no, would have to suffer because of the fact that we could not come together as a society and as a country to make it better. I close this broadcast by saying that it's up to us, not up to the teacher. To a degree it is. But the first teachers our children see are us, the mother and the fathers. Not a teacher in a school, not a police officer, but us. One that makes, one that pushes out, and one that nurtures. And if we cannot come together on those values, then our country will fall, and there will be a civil socialist. Civilians respect the cops. Cops respect the civilians. People who work hard every day do not deserve to get robbed. People who work every day do not decide, does not deserve to get robbed and murdered. And people who want to go out and buy guns should not have to buy guns because they're afraid or because they're paranoid, because they want to sport, they want to hunt, or they want to protect their families something from something that they hope would never happen. But when we have a society where so many people that are buying up guns because they think what could happen to them, it doesn't make it any better. I love my country. I always have. Should it be perceived as such? But it's far from imperfect. Baltimore, Ferguson, even Kent State, which anniversary was a couple weeks ago or so, it shouldn't happen. 
And for those who respect the fact that some people can be killed and not your own children, be very careful. Because there's a good chance that yours may be next. I want to say to all of you, thank you very much for those who are listening, for those who called in, and for those who may sympathize or may not. Our country is what it is. It was made to be made better, not to be destroyed. You have the best of night. Love you all. May all this good continue to come for this country, the United States of America. Good night. Talk to you Thursday. You all have a wonderful evening.